I'm breathing heavy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's always hard to pick a good song at the start of this shit. Fuck, man. I don't know, man. What's a good song this week? I mean, what was Ain't what's really you? no good I was about to say, does it have to be like recent or something? Nah, I mean, it don't matter. We're recording too, so, I mean, let me go ahead and hurry up. Oh. Uh, fuck. I'm about to just put this Montana shit on. It's French Montana. I don't remember which song was which. There you go. We back. Alright, we back, we back, we back. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, New York City? What up, Atlanta? What up? <laughs> Jersey? You already know the boys out What up, South Florida? Alright, we back, y'all. It's the Insensitive Podcast. This is episode 25. We back. 25 weeks straight. My nigga, me and my nigga Brandon. It's your boy P. Brandon's right here to the right of me. We got our boy Derek here today. He was on the Jordan episode with us, with everybody else here. And our first time guest, our nigga Shaquan, man. Appreciate you coming, my nigga. Appreciate both of y'all coming for real, man. But appreciate you Shaquan, it's your first time on here, my nigga. So you ready for this, right? So well, gotta be. Gotta sure. Be. Appreciate it. Sure, you ready? Yeah, man. It's a lot of shit that I don't know, man. I don't know if you're gonna be ready for this shit. We are gonna talk about later. Nah, fuck. I swear to God, fuck you, But now nah, we good. Though. It's episode 25. Like I said, we back. This is the Insensitive Podcast. Uh, remember to like and subscribe. Follow us on uh, SoundCloud. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, follow, uh, subscribe on YouTube. Actually, uh, episode audio episode will drop tomorrow every Tuesday. Video will drop on YouTube every Wednesday. Uh, what else I got here for the intro? Oh, we also I saw on SoundCloud that we have a fucking uh, consistent listener in Denmark. I don't know if it's one person or more than one person, but yeah, we have a listener in Denmark. So Denmark? shout out. Yeah, so shout out to Denmark because it shows like the country of the people that listen to your shit. So, yeah. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, for shout out to listen to Denmark. <laughs> Denmark. I don't even know how the fuck that shit happened. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Denmark. <laughs> hey, my nigga, if, it, if female, male, or female, whoever you are, let people in Denmark know about our shit, man. Please <laughs> spread the shit. Anybody just listening, man. Anybody that fucks with podcasts. Appreciate it. Just, yeah, we really appreciate everybody listening for real. Anybody, any return listeners, any new listeners, yep. uh, just, uh, just continue to just. Sure. Uh, Make sure you share it. Share. Anybody you know, we got good content enough to show it. So exactly, man. Make so sure you share. shout out Denmark. Shout out everybody listening. And uh, since we got a guest, we got a lot of shit today. So we, we might have to cut a couple things out because we gonna always try to keep it at an hour and a half. But if we go ahead and get into it, we'll we'll be good. So we're gonna do the guest tradition. Uh, you're not gonna take a shot, right? No. All right, can you pour it for us, bro? So I ain't gonna get appreciated, man. So we gonna do the guest tradition. Brandon ain't gonna take one, but I'm gonna take one with uh. Derek and Shaquan, forgot y'all names for a second. <laughs> so yeah, man, how y'all doing, man? Y'all feeling alright? Yeah, y'all good? Wonderful, man. Denmark? Good. Yeah. Now learn something in Denmark to give him a shout. You know that. Right. right? Yeah. I know. Right. He's still on Denmark. He's still I might have just said some shit. You don't need to go. Might have custom niggas whole country up. Hey, man, I might have sent a couple containers over there while you playing. Right. So Brandon is gonna pour the Ciroc mango. He is uh Ooh, those are Oh that you bought them all? Yeah. Alright, cool. Jesus. What, y'all don't like the Ciroc Mango? Nah, I mean the, nah, sure I don't really do that, but I mean them shots look like Nah, that's that's a regular <laughs> shot. When you pour it into when you pour it into another glass, same it'll be volume. the same exactly. Yeah, it'll be the exact same amount. Yeah, you good? 
Are we good. straight? Good, good. All right, let's get it, y'all. Salute. Welcome, my brothers. Appreciate y'all being here. Appreciate you having us. Always. Man. Let's hit it. Mm. There you go. There you go. What happened? Oh, he spilled it? This nigga spilled shit on my, by my TV. Shut up. And by my speaker. You can turn that speaker off, by the way, too. Turn it off? You can turn it off. All right, y'all. So, let me do a podcast rundown real quick. Uh, we're gonna start off in the music segment first. As always, at the music, uh, we'll do the what's trending. We'll see if anybody's got any shout outs or fuck you's. I got something for the shout out segment. Uh, we will get into sports after that. Uh, we got a, I don't know if we want to say a new segment, but we're gonna talk about some relationship stuff just uh, amongst, as amongst men. You know, we'll talk, we'll have some relationship talk. Uh, then we'll do the QA segment. Then we'll try to get into a let's talk segment. And then we will close out after that. So the first thing we got, everybody got good energy. Everybody good, right? Yeah, good, you good, you good, my nigga. Let's get it, let's get it. All right, so first thing we got, music. Roddy Rich album came out last week. We talked about it. Did you listen to it yet, Brandon? Damn, nigga, take a breath. <laughs> hey, did you listen to the album yet? No, I didn't take yeah, I didn't he, listen he to it. He just didn't want to say that. That's why he talked about me. He didn't want to say that. Did you, did you hear Roddy Rich album? I have. Did you hear Roddy Rich album? No. I'm the only fucking one. Why? What? I think the wrong niggas do this shit with Jay. <laughs> but I fuck with Roddy Rich, though. No, nah, nigga, shit went hard, though. But uh, so the uh, first week sales came out. I gave a little album review last week. Uh, first week sales came out. He sold one hundred one thousand first week, and he has the number one album wow. in the country. So wow, that's near expected. Yeah. It was a hundred. Yeah, it, I think it went up from the uh, expected uh, sales. So it, it went up like a like maybe like five ten thousand. Yeah, nigga sold a hundred. You know what, yo? I don't. It's, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Because he he got content. He's speaking about something. Right. So that's that's a good look. That's what's up. Yeah, His so, debut album. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's hard to do nowadays. Yeah, yeah so uh, it's called Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial. It is out now. Roddy Rich, check that out if you haven't already. Uh, moving on, next thing we got here. Uh, there was a report that Drake will be in Atlanta. Um, it just says next. Drake will be in Atlanta next. I think they met next week. To shoot a music video with Future. I think they already shot a piece of the video from what I saw on Instagram. There's been a casting call, but the director has since shut it down. Blah blah blah. Uh, but many speculate what a time to be alive too could be releasing soon. So mm. Does anybody care about what a time? I'm with that. I'm with that. For you don't even like Drake, Shaquan. Whoa! You have never liked Whoa. Drake, bro. Let's Drake. not stop. Let's, Let's not lie today. There's a different story here. Ah, uh, here we go. I don't have to here. like him to understand or to even like have respect for some of the songs okay. that he has. Just, I just remember, like, back in high school, you did not fuck I don't fucking like him. Oh, you know, but you just know that <laughs> but he's that I understand, nigga. like, some of, some, of his, some of his lyrics and some of his songs, I'm like, yo, I'm right there with you. Okay. You know right, what I'm saying? Cool. If you if okay. I fucking vibe with it, you know what I'm saying? I can't go against it. You right, know what I'm saying? Okay. Got you, got you. So, complete 360, but, uh... <laughs> nah, they <laughs> nah, 360. Still fuck that I'm nigga. I'm fucking with you. Still fuck that nigga. All right, so, uh, yeah, so What a Time to Be Alive 2 may be releasing soon. Uh, I didn't like number one when it first came out, but it definitely grew on me. Why does this nigga have his shirt off, bro, on this picture right here? It's like a French. <laughs> <laughs> Holding up a, a gold plaque? <laughs> All right, so next thing we I got... Another question, here. yeah, is why you liked it. Yo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this nigga, that's funny. I did not like that shit. That was funny. I just screenshot it. Yeah, because you just took it off. This guy. Come on, bro. This is a screenshot. This guy right here. is a screenshot. But uh, so yeah, French Montana, uh, his album that he just dropped, uh, the song I just played, I don't even remember the name of the song. Uh, It's called What It Looked Like off his album, Montana. His album has gone gold already. And there was initial reports that he was only selling 20,000 first week. Yeah, And people were very shocked. I'm going to tell y'all what happened. People were shocked and trying to figure out how he went gold. I'm going to tell y'all what happened right now. What I say last week. Let me see the track list. He put old ass songs on here. 
And oh, though the yeah. sales from the no shopping with Drake and no stylist, he put forgettable in there. He did it, but no shopping and uh, no stylist. Why did both songs start with no? I just thought about that, and they both got Drake on them. When you put an old song on your album, the the sales from that song go into your album sales. Yeah, they go into your album. So that's how there's a lot of people confused how the fuck this nigga went gold first week because a lot of people didn't even like this album. But he sold five hundred thirty. 530,000 530, copies first week with his Montana album, and uh, people that's why. Doing that. Yeah, uh, yeah, people, people have done that already. A lot of people have already done that. So yeah, no shopping and no stylist. No shopping came out like two years ago. Yo, bro. so he basically made an album in the last two years. That's basically what the singles. They basically yeah. put in a bunch of singles in the, on, on, like. Well, if they already know. Album and just. I guess well, unless you already know that off the jump, off the rip is going. Not do you know what you though? In all honesty, bro, if you think about the music industry right now, that's probably the only route that they have left to take in order for these guys to get plaques. Some artists, not all. Not artists, all. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. I may not necessarily agree with it 100 percent because that's kind of like, that's like creating an album for two years and then just saying, all right, yeah. we're gonna put all these together, mash it up, and sell it. But I'm, I'm pretty I, sure they have to do that. But then, then again, good financial. Good financially, yeah, it's yeah. very smart. There's schemes and ways to get around the streaming shit, and we're gonna talk about something else with the streaming shit in a second. But uh, there's ways around it, and that's one way right there. I think this is the most he ever sold first week. Uh, I'm finna look at the last album. I'm, I'm probably sure that's the most he ever sold first week. Yeah, yeah. the last album, uh, Jungle Rules. I like that album too. He sold <coughs> 52,000 first week with that one, yeah, so. and then Excuse My French, his first album, sold 56,000. Yeah, he ain't never did that in a week. Yeah, five hundred three. That's 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 Drake numbers. Yeah, that's isn't insane. It? That's like mid nineties numbers when when the, you went to the store and bought a CD. Right, it's know? the Drake effect. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm saying because he put those songs on there. So yeah, uh, French Montana five hundred thirty thousand. Why can't I say that? Five hundred thirty thousand first week with Shout his you, album. Man. Montana, uh, he looked pretty happy with his shirt off and shit like that. And I think he, we talked about a couple weeks ago, he fucking was sick, right? He was Bro, in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's You seen out the video about that? He's out. What? He made a video about that. About what? How he got sick. No, nah, I didn't see that. Nah, they said, because he had went to Morocco for his birthday, and apparently he felt like um he needed to slow down. He said he felt like he ate something or something like that, because this is his first time being back in Morocco, and in Morocco, they don't have money like that. Yeah. So he feel like somebody trying to, you know, was out to get him and shit like nah. that. So, and they put something in his food because he said after he left the club and shit like that, he started feeling that type of way. <clears throat> so he was just like, they were asking him, I think, to go to a doctor over there or something like that. And he ended up, I think, requesting to come back over here or something like that because he, think he, he, think he wanted to get out of the country because he feel like oh, something was finna, somebody was putting some shit on there because they got a lot of, um, he, they had a different for, word for it out there in, um, in Morocco, but it's like spirits and shit like that. They do like like evil shit mm -hmm. with like food and stuff Voodoo. like that. Yeah, we call it brujeria. Yeah, Voodoo. Voodoo. don't say that shit on here. <laughs> 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 say, no, but yeah, that shit, because he yeah that's in the hospital with like elevated heart rate and yeah. stomach problems. Yeah. yeah, it could then again he could be trying to project it onto like drugs and shit like that too because he be he, be he had a lean problem. Shit, yeah. But he wound up out the hospital. I think the day of or the day before his album came out. Yeah. Came oh, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so shout out French Montana. We French. hope his health is all in well. Yeah. Uh, next thing we got here, uh, there is a report that YouTube streams will now count towards Billboard's album sales starting on January 3rd. So I'll read the report here. If you've been playing, paying close attention in the last few years, you'll notice that Billboard has been making major changes to the way that the album and single sales are calculated. 
The latest move is guaranteed to cause an uproar, and it has been uh, just announced that now YouTube plays will count towards album sales. It was just a few weeks ago when Billboard revealed a host of strict new rules involving album slash merchandise bundles, and now the popular Billboard 200 album charts is also getting a fresh update. Billboard will now allow all YouTube plays, including visual plays from streaming services such as Apple, Spotify, Tidal, and Vivo to be factored into the sale numbers of albums on the Billboard 200. Counting YouTube plays toward the Billboard 200 comes five years after audio streams were officially counted back in 2014, introducing the shift away from a measure of pure sales to a more modern modern consumption uh, model. So yeah, this is about to put a lot of people's sales through the roof, honestly. Because uh, a lot there's a lot of artists that don't sell a lot of albums, but they have like a billion views on fucking mm -hmm. YouTube. So that's going to project these niggas' sales like through the fucking roof. So... But I think that's that's fair though. That's I'm not, fair. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think that's anything that's not fair because it's your fucking video, it's your music, it's your song, and people are people will listen to your song just on YouTube and just play that shit in the crib, and you're not getting you weren't getting an album sale towards right. that. So that's fair to me at least. I don't think it was done initially to for the artist though. That's what I would say. You don't think it was done for the artist? I don't think so. I think it was probably done. Not. It was probably done like I was telling them before we started. The labels. Going. I think it was more for the labels and actual YouTube because they're probably capitalized on getting money for a portion of that right. in order to allow it. Because remember, it's their platform. Mm -hmm. right. So they probably get a bigger percentage and a smaller will probably go to the um, to, to the, um, the artists, artists yeah. or vice versa. Even if they get a little bit off of one view, right. a couple cents, a couple million, right. it'll still translate to thousands per, per artist. Right. So, no, you're right. That, that, I, I, agree. I don't think That's initially it was for... For for the artist, I no. feel like it was just a money moving on, but it's a good in in the right direction. Yeah, and it's it still a positive. At the end of the day, wins. everybody wins at the end of the day. Yeah. But it's true, that's a platform. YouTube yeah. is a major platform, mm -hmm. and if I'm an artist and I got more music being uh, heard on YouTube than I do on Spotify, right. Apple, that's what I'm saying. It validates. Uh, it, it makes it better for the artist <coughs> too, because you know, what I'm saying they deserve it. Yeah, they do. They yeah, definitely sure. do. Well, I mean, I I think of it uh, in a sense that. Everybody or most of the people win. Of course, you also got to realize like people gonna be like you know playing with the numbers, especially yeah. for artists. He got a lot of friends. He gonna be like yeah, boost my shit. You know what I'm saying? There's there's people that there's gonna be a lot of that. There's a lot of people fucking up their streams on services like streaming services. They fucking fake streams now, so there's right. gonna be a way they go around. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. No, what's that? A stream farm? Like, oh yeah, yeah. When they oh, put, oh, when they play, oh, yeah, like all like that thousands shit. Thousands of phones just yeah, yeah. streaming music. Yeah, I seen that shit. I, didn't, yeah, I forgot it. I thought you said. Yeah, that. I thought you said phone. stream phone. Yeah, stream farm. Yeah, phone. I've seen that. Yeah. Shit. I've seen a video of that shit like actually happening. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like a yeah. big ass yeah. room. Yeah. And they just yeah. have all the phones playing that shit it's at the like same a, time. Yeah, there's, there's stream farms everywhere. Yeah. And you pay them to to just stream your music all day, and that's. I mean, they only getting. They're so many fashion. plays, but yeah. But they're getting a, you know, that's the only way these artists are gonna make money now off right. of it's albums. The streams, if, yeah. Artists don't make money off of albums no more. They yeah, make the money. It's the, make, it's the tours and shit. They like make that. money yeah. off the of shows, right. yes. But with the youth, going back to the YouTube thing, I think if we if we talking about it now, I think everybody wins in the sense of record labels have had to set with YouTube. Everybody is sit, everybody is gonna get paid now right. better than what they've been, especially the labels. Yeah. The labels and YouTube, they're going to benefit off this. They're going to capitalize off of this. Of course. From the artists. And it's an easy way to do it because anybody could just go onto YouTube for free. Right, yeah. You don't need a subscription, you know, so. And that's crazy. Think about it. Like I said, people play people's songs on YouTube for so I long. Do. And niggas have never gotten 
anything from that. Yeah. I guess I think that from the channel maybe. I, th- I think from it's the still YouTube channel, true. I think he would get it. You said what? Go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm just saying. I think from the YouTube channel, I think that that's. I think when you have a YouTube channel and that and your music is being, I think you get uh, paid off of that. But I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know. It's so much fucking shit. I don't know how everything works. But like you said, like I Brandon think it's said, still it's a step in the right ter- direction to be ter- determined as far as because you never know. It could just be down to the um, the um, the label as far as what they do. They might have a say in the profits before it gets to the artist. My thing is, so how you don't know that they don't mark it up artist, as far as that? Oh yeah, you only made this much, but we keeping a bigger percentage. It's going to be in the contract. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what what's the percentage of the dollar that they get because the Spotify is like every sale is point zero zero three nine seven times that is the amount of money that you get. We yeah. talked about that before, so I don't know. But yeah, so YouTube is uh, being counted towards Billboard 200 album sales. Uh, that's all we got for that. Pretty much. I don't think anybody else right. has anything to say. Uh, just think, all right. <laughs> just think, bro. That's it. Uh, next day we got here. Uh, Pusha T has announced that he is expecting his first child. I think he did a freestyle over Kanye West's "Follow God" off the Jesus King album. He did a freestyle over that beat, and he announced that him and his wife that he just recently married. He's been with her for a while. Um, they're expecting their first child, so congratulations to Pusha T. I want to all say congratulations. Uh, next thing here, there was a report. I got to go back to it. We're just going to talk about this real quick because we spoke about Takashi before. But there was a report that I saw earlier today that uh, Takashi is expected to be released within the next 72 hours. Uh, academics were saying that that's not entirely true. But Takashi is supposedly coming home. So I can't even find it on my phone because I didn't screenshot it. But yeah, so Takashi is apparently coming home soon. Uh, I don't know if anybody cares. I don't know what's gonna happen yeah, when he gets I wanna, out. I do want to ask though. I gotta, I gotta, what? I gotta say. Do you care? I don't. I never listen to him. I don't give a fuck about Takashi. I don't give a fuck. I don't care about his music. I don't care about his antics. I you think just like giving updates about Takashi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to because that's. I, I feel yeah. you. Listen, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. I, I, I became a fan of Takashi by one song that I heard. I don't. I've never heard any of his songs. Yeah, I became a fan, but what drew me to him, that's why this is why I say like I feel like when he gets out, that that whole talk about the ten million dollar deal, somebody who has an interest in him, I think they're gonna win. This yeah. kid has so many views on, on like Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff. His videos and YouTube were too, like yeah. they'll draw you in somehow, some way. Somebody knows how to get how know, to manage that. Yes. Somebody know, know I just think the whole situation is just, it's just, is beyond music at this point. It's, it's just, it's life threatening. His whole, this, this is whole, this is a whole life threatening situation. His family's in danger. He's in danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's in danger. But so it's you beyond know what? music. The, 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 it's not like it used to be. He could get out of jail and he, he, all that talk is just be talk. It's, the streets ain't like they used to be like. 20 years ago, 10 years ago, where shit was real. Like, yeah. if yeah. you did what he did, <laughs> that dead. motherfucker should be dead right now. In, in jail. jail. In jail. In, jail. Yeah. in yeah. jail. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he's so entertaining that it makes him relevant. Like, it don't it don't matter what he did. His Amongst his generation, they don't know what, they don't care what a rat is. They don't care about street code ethic. They, that shit is gone. It's like, good. so somebody is looking at it like, yo, that, Entertainment. Dude, that, that group, that, that following that he has, yeah. They're not gonna go nowhere. So he's gonna come out. He he either gotta come out and and hit it hard, like be in everybody's face, like yeah what, or he gotta disappear. Yeah. It's it's gotta there's no there's no there's no in between. It's gotta be all the way or no way. Cause if not, I mean they they gonna somebody he gonna yeah he gonna see somebody gonna see him. 
I know somebody's gonna see. I him believe it. <laughs> that's gonna happen. It's definitely gonna happen. But as far as his career goes, bro, he's he's a he's a cash cow. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, he's yeah. a cash cow. I agree. I don't think Brandon gives a fuck about Takashi. I don't. No, I don't does. give a fuck about Takashi like that either. It's just that I just wanted. To, I just wanted to put out there that anybody for anybody don't know he's he's supposed to come out because there's motherfuckers that really do fuck with him and do listen. Yeah, so. the nigga's entertaining. Let's not get yeah. it twisted. That little nigga is entertaining. Yeah, so we'll see what happens in the next couple of days. Maybe next week's podcast we'll have something to talk about when he's coming out. I don't know. I just hope that his family and everybody's gonna be okay because. Yeah. Cause it's fucked up. Cause that no, that situation had nothing to do with his mom, like his daughter. It has nothing to do with them. And now people are going. People are gonna go for whoever they can get to. If they can't get to Takashi, motherfuckers that want to hurt him, they're gonna go to whoever they find if they can't get to him. And that's the fucked up part about it to me. He needs the Mexican cartel. Bro. <laughs> that's what he it, I didn't even know that nigga was Mexican for the longest time. I didn't know that for the longest time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's all we got for now. We got one more thing for music. Um. The last thing here. Uh. We spoke about Juice World's uh, unfortunate passing last week. There has been a little bit of information that has been released since his passing. Uh, it says Juice World's movements had been under the microscope of the federal agents since at least last month, and it has been learned it started with another private jet search. Juice's initial running with the feds went down on November 18th at LAX in Los Angeles the airport, according to law enforcement sources. The rapper had and his entourage were boarding their flight uh, bound for Sydney, Australia, when customs agents conducted their search. We're told drug-sniffing dogs were all over Juice and company and their luggage. It's unclear if agents found anything. We do know the plane was eventually allowed to take off with Juice on board. Blah, blah. It's just a whole bunch of shit about uh, the plane being confiscated. They found 70 pounds of marijuana, uh, three handguns. Uh, so pretty much they he's been on their microscope for a little while now. His uh, family actually spoke out. His mom um, had a statement to say. She said, uh, her name is Carmela Wallace. She said, we love Jared with all of our hearts and cannot believe our time with him has been cut short. As he often addressed in his music and to his fans, Jared battled with prescription drug dependency. Juice rapped often about drugs, uh, something his family says wasn't to promote using, but instead to help those battling addiction who may have felt alone in their fight. His mom continued to say addiction knows no boundaries and its impact goes way beyond the person fighting it. Jared was a son, brother, grandson, friend, and so much more to so many people who wanted more than anything to see him defeat addiction. However, his, however, his family believes his story can help others moving forward with the mom telling uh, TMZ, we hope the conversations <coughs> he started in his music and his legacy will help others win their battles as that is what he wanted more than anything. Carmella wraps up by thanking Juice's fans, fr family, and uh, loved ones for their support during the incredibly difficult time. Uh, this is the last thing she said. We know that Jared's legacy of love, joy, and emotional honesty will live on. So that's pretty much what she said. And uh, I mean, it's fucked up. We talked about it last week. It's a fucked up situation. It's a fucked up situation, even though... Uh, like the reports were saying, the police were about to come on the plane. He just swallowed the pills. I don't think he was taken in that time because I think he just reacted. I don't think that... And Brandon said last week people should have split up the pills. I know there's a toilet on planes. You could have flushed them out in the toilet. You could have did so many other things but take all the pills because... Thinking rationally, nobody would think to do that. You wouldn't think know, to do man. that. That shit sounds funny to me because mm -hmm. what the fuck? You got seventy pounds of weed, but you swallow pills. What were you gonna do? What you, gonna you know what I'm saying? Like I was saying I last week, I feel like it's just more that we don't know. I was saying last week he was on. He was on. Reportedly, he was on the way to Chicago for his birthday party. I think that's why they had the weed on them because they were gonna all smoke at the party. 
70 pounds is a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. But I do think that that's the reason that they all had the weed. Personally, this is just me. You know, I just feel like maybe he'd been doing this shit for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just didn't, you know, cut the check to somebody. Yeah. And then he got, you know, then the heat comes on. You know what I'm saying? When you don't take care, you know, the people that's going to look after you. Like, who knows what was going on? That shit is all day, every day with these artists and private jets it's like that's a good point that's 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 like the new uh information highway up in the sky which is with the transport the cargo is all up in the sky through private jets right now yeah if you grease somebody's palms you should be good you know and he's a young dude what's sad is that how young he i got a son his age you know what i'm saying like that's that's what hits me i'm like wait a minute 21 like that's my son yeah. You know, shout out to my young boy, by the way. But that's that's my son, and I'm like, I don't know, man. Seventy pounds of weed, weapons, uh, uh, bullets, and then you swallow a pills. handful of pills. What? Why would you want to hide? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not a genie. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't tell you, but I know it sounds uh, it's fucked up. He's too young, and he probably did take all the pills like that. But wrong people around you to start with to even. Allow mm-hmm. something like that to happen. So you round, you probably friends. You know when you when you when you when you make it, you want to bring everybody with you and shit. Right. Yeah. You just don't That's think true. straight for your first go round. But it's sad that. that he don't got a chance for a second go round. But yeah, the kids yeah. need to stop with these damn uh, lean and and all these pills and, and promoting that shit on music so much that the kids is listening to it. And they know how to do that. Yeah. Somebody was saying on Twitter that it was like. <laughs> Now y'all see why Cole put out the KOD album. That's exactly what he was talking about. Yeah. Well, you know I meant to mention that last week. That's exactly Every time they see something about Cole, like, he boring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, that's but that's the, the message time. That's the message of the whole entire album. He put that out on 420. Yeah. That was the message of the entire album for drugs, kids on kids and a lot of people, And a lot of rappers, what I've seen is they're, they're tweeting, oh, yeah, no more of this shit for me. Like, yo, y'all always. They just talking, bro. Just talking, yeah, bro. Yeah, talk. yeah. It's it's just something to talk about. That right there is the most. That shit is just like. I don't even like seeing that on social media. Like, yo, you just talking, you just talking just to the lies. Yeah. Just to, you know. Just to say it. Just to say it, man. Like, you really not going to quit doing that. You're going you gonna to keep doing that shit. Right. And you're going to keep talking about it in your, in your, in your, in your songs. You're going to keep promoting it. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, man, I was telling, make money. like I was telling Brandon before, like, people are afraid to say that shit is trash. Oh, that shit ain't cool. You it's know? just a handful of real niggas Fuck that out of here. I say that shit is trash. Yeah. Shit is trash. That like, shit ain't from cool. music to everything. Fuck out of here. I mean, like it's kids. just a handful of artists that will do it. Yeah. It's, it's only a handful of artists that will do it. Yeah, because people, the moment they say it, that shit you know, don't they, even they, they, that. I don't understand how that's cool to people. I don't understand how that's cool to people. Like if I see it's one of y'all leaning over, huddling over over some pills that you taking, I will pull your coat and be like, yo, come, like, cause. Nowadays, you you know these kids be amongst friends and they just nodding out with each other, laughing at each other. Oh look, he's nodding out like that shit ain't cool. Like, right, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not. So again, uh, prayers to Juice World, prayers to his family, prayers to his fans, prayers to his loved ones. Uh, it's a fucked up situation, but yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, man. Nothing to really, say. Yeah, Stop taking them damn drugs. Yes, yeah. I mean, do it. You can't. Yeah, you can't tell everybody how to live. Uh, we have more for music but it's really not important so we'll skip that because we finna hit 30 minutes so we're gonna move on to the what's trending segment so you got one right you got one shit what you got one article uh yeah later on though. okay it's cool yeah. all right so the first thing i got here 
there is a Wells Fargo employee who was accused of stealing more than 88000 from the bank vault <laughs> and got caught flexing with the cash on social media. <laughs> and apparently he is a rapper from North Carolina. Oh, Lord. Uh, I got two yes. different things. I don't know which one. Well, I'll from where? Somebody posted this on Facebook. I don't know if that's true. Self snitching this shit. How would you self incriminate? Like, dog. Says a former Wells Fargo employee from Charlotte, North Carolina, is being accused of stealing nearly nearly ninety thousand. I'm sorry, in cash from a bank he worked at. FBI agents arrested twenty nine year old Orlando Henderson for stealing more than eighty eight thousand in cash, according to um, WCNC TV. In a federal indictment, investigators say on at least 18 occasions this year, Henderson stole cash from the bank's vault, then later deposited the money into his own account using a nearby ATM. The FBI also says Henderson destroyed certain documents and made false entries in the bank books to cover up the theft. As if that poorly led paper trail wasn't enough to get him caught, Henderson went ahead and made things worse by flexing the alleged stolen cash on social media. Taking selfies while holding large stacks of cash. Henderson reportedly used the stolen money to put a large cash down payment on a 2019 Mercedes. Uh, he bought jewelry, designer clothing, 20000 on the Mercedes. What else? He stole from deposits made, blah, blah, blah. He was hired in Charlotte. Yeah, so he is facing 34 counts of financial institution fraud, theft, embezzlement, and misapplication, making false entries and money laundering. And this is what he looked like, gentlemen. That's the picture. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I picked, I picked oh, you seen it? Was that the part-time rapper? rapper? He ain't a rapper. He a clown. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, man, he needed to do that. Yeah, right. he hit the he, he hit the nail right on the head right there. He needed to do that. Clown. Is he talking Period. on the phone? Deposit yeah, into your own account from a nearby ATM. I mean, let's let's just go on the list. Think about it, man. You put it in your own account. You went out there on social media to flex. Yeah. And then what? What you went and bought um, the Mercedes, Mercedes put in your 20, name. Twenty thousand on the down payment. Yeah. You put Mercedes in your name, and then you just doing all bunch of man. Come on, doesn't and then I, you stole from the bank you work at. Doesn't the IRS when you spend like ten thousand yeah, dollars on something? It's not IRS, ten thousand. It's not ten thousand. For all that y'all that need to know, they they live, they moved it from five to so it's about three or so right now. That you spend three thousand. When you take IRS? out, when you withdraw anything above three. Is oh, when okay. they start putting flags in your account to be like, okay, where he get his money from? Yeah. If it wasn't in your account initially, so keep that in mind. Yeah. They always watch and always look at where your money is. Oh, you letting yeah. scammers know what's up? Nah, I'm letting these people know. We in Atlanta, so you said what? We in Atlanta, so yeah, yeah. The scammers is out here in Atlanta for real. <laughs> yeah, so that's the first thing I got. The next thing I got here, there is a company that created a smell check policy for employees who take too long in the bathroom. Fox News reports the sign. Uh, this is what the sign says. Uh, it's right here. It says, if in bathroom for more than 10 minutes, a smell check will be completed to ensure employee was not sitting on the phone. If it does not stink, employee's name will be reported to the office. What company is that? I don't know. Uh, maybe it says in here. Fox News reports the sign shared by an anonymous Reddit user enforced their workplace's strict bathroom policy. It reads, I just read it. However, things get more bizarre when the sign states if employees do not do not pass the smell test, they will face uh, disciplinary action. One user commented on the sign's content and said, thinking maybe this may be a good time to look for a new job. While oh, another yeah. said, who's the noble employee entrusted with this noble task? <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. So, yeah. So, niggas, <laughs> that's smell fucking... Check? I mean, they yeah, might not so like if... how you smell when you come out the bathroom. No, anyway. what I... <laughs> <laughs> 
So you sit in the bathroom for more than 10 minutes. They don't want niggas to be on their phone. So I guess somebody goes in the bathroom after you to see if you really took a shit. <laughs> and if, if it don't... Stop, what if your shit just... Nah, exactly. What if you got diarrhea, man? Shit yeah. <laughs> Don't they got that stink. new spray now that you spray before you take a yeah. shit and it like prevents the smell? Yeah, like, you was talking about that, right? That's some I did not say <laughs> shit about that. But I used to do that. I used to sit in the bathroom when I worked at Publix in Florida. Nigga, I used to be sitting in the bathroom chilling, bro. I used to be chilling for like an hour, nigga. For like an hour, bro. Like just Somebody on Somebody over there probably thinking, yo, this he must have ate some shit. Because I worked in produce, so if it wasn't shit going on on the floor at a certain time, I was just in the back chilling, bro. In the bathroom, shitting. I remember I, te- remember I texted you that. I was like, bro, I'm getting paid for shit. <laughs> I had text that nigga. I remember that shit. I was like, bro, I'm literally getting paid for shit right now. This guy. Oh, yeah, so- you can skip that. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, next thing I got here. Oh, this is this was fucked up. Uh, there is a video of a you, y'all know the ring cameras you, you, you know Derek when you oh, ring the doorbell there's oh, a camera about that. so there is a video of somebody hacked a ring camera and they were talking to a little 8 year old girl in the room through the ring camera they hacked the system I'm gonna play the video here so somebody hacked this little girl's or this uh, whoever's houses was mm-hmm. ring camera and what? they fucking started talking they started talking to the little girl on the shit bro I gotta find the video here they hacked I see nah. they hacked that shit bro See, that's too, that's too that's much. All, that's why I be feeling like that digital home thing. No, it's, there it is, it's, right? It's not, if there's a signal on anything. There it is, right? I'm going to play it real quick. Who is that? I'm your best friend. I'm Santa Claus. She's just standing there because she don't know where it's coming from. I'm, I'm Santa Claus. Don't you want to be my best friend? Shit is fucked up, bro. Like, how the fuck do you even figure out how to so hack somebody's shit like that? That's the camera in the house. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that's that's fucked up. That's that's you fucked know, up, bro. what I would do if I got right. my hands on that person. Exactly, bro. That's like, the thing. We're hacking, dog. They yeah, could, you know, they could hide, hide your trace. They could be in Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> they don't 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 go at the boy in Denmark, man. Come on. And this was four days after the camera was installed in in the room. And he was laughing. Who the dude? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hope I, I didn't see any um, information if they found the gentleman who did or anything like that. But yeah, that's that's yeah, fucked no up. Gentleman, bro. that's for sure. That's definitely fucked up because a lot of people had a wait lot of somebody dad you get a hands on him, bro. Nah, yeah. they could find out who that is by they voice. Can. Uh, yeah, they yeah they can. That voice shit. That's if you Remember, there's anybody voice. that anybody that can that can hack and somebody that is paid that can do it better. That can yeah exactly. You'll get caught. True. Yeah. Alright, next thing I got here it says real estate company spends ten million in Christmas <laughs> bonuses for its two hundred employees. Uh apparently one local real estate company agrees and is all about spreading holiday cheer in a big way because the company recently spent millions to give employees a Christmas they'll never forget. The holiday season can be easily can easily leave your bank account a little less full after buying gifts for your loved ones. But perhaps you can find out. Perhaps you can find out if a local Baltimore real estate company is hiring, so you won't have that problem. That's funny. WSBTV reports that St. John Properties, headquartered in Baltimore, Maryland, recently spent uh, ten million, yes, million, in Christmas bonuses for the company's roughly two hundred employees. If you need a quick mathematical breakdown, that translates to it, uh, to employees at St. John Properties receiving. Damn. Between fifty thousand to two hundred fifty thousand, depending on how long they've been with the company. That's fucking Dude, crazy, I'll bro. I'll take a cool fifty. Fifty to what? Two hundred fifty, bro. This is it's, no, no, no. The, the the amount is inaccurate. Well, the lowest amount that you can get from that 
Cause so it's best based on tenure at the company. Right. The amount I think that they said the lowest person got was seventy five hundred. Seventy five hundred. Okay, I think they just divided it. Yeah, yeah they I probably just divided by. So they divided because I just did the math. They divided yeah. ten million uh, out of two hundred employees, which is fifty thousand. So yeah, so it just depends on your tenure and everything mm-hmm. like but that. But seventy five hundred. Yeah, that's that's a good. That's still a cool amount of money. Man. You buy a car with that you shit. Buy bro. a great car with that. Yeah. Uh, so next thing I got here, I heard, I saw you on I saw you on Facebook uh, talking about this too because you were looking for a MacBook, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Apple's most expensive new Mac Pro costs fifty three thousand dollars. So the day, <laughs> so the days where our computers are beginning to cost more than our cars has uh, finally came. Today, Apple just dropped this. Well, this is back when they dropped it. Uh, their new MacBook Pro desktop computer. And it's just more proof that Apple can pretty much charge whatever they want these days for its products. The new machine starts at about $6,000. And that starter package has specifications that some pros in the game might consider inadequate. So anyone looking for the more fully developed version, well, it will cost you more than $52,000, according to Bloomberg. And that's not including the optional $400 wheels for easily moving the computer around the office. (laughs) And I'm I'm pretty sure there's at least 10 Apple headasses that got that shit right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Because there's people that any Apple product that comes out, they're going to get it. There's no matter what it is. Say what? So no matter what it. Yeah, yeah. No matter exactly. No matter what it is, you getting that big? You you the big money nigga. I ain't getting that shit. Big money. There's big money B over here. Big money B. (laughs) Seven two of them. Uh, The last thing I got before. The (laughs) last thing I got before Brandon goes. uh, There was a Craigslist ad that people found during the holiday season. Uh, a grandma posted this in Tulsa. I think it's in Oklahoma. She said, anybody need a grandma for Christmas? I have nobody and would really like to be a part of a family. I cook and I, I cook and I could cook dinner. I'll even bring food and gifts for the kids. I have nobody and it really hurts. Let me be a part of your family. Mm. She put that as a Craigslist ad, bro. Mm. It's fucked up. That's wild. That's fucked up. I know I've been talking about Brandon talking about fucked up shit, but that was on me. But yeah, yeah. so that's fucked up. Wait till I read this next shit. Oh, this nigga from the top. So yeah, man, just show love this holiday season, y'all, for real, man. Christmas is right around the corner. Shouldn't just love, be around man. Christmas, but yeah, yeah, it should be all through the year. But, but this is, but she made a good point because this is. I mean, I'm not gonna say she made a good point, but this is just the time of year where where people it, are alone more than yeah. we know. Where people are alone at? more. Where was it at? Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. If that's where Tulsa is, I think that yeah, yeah, I think that's Oklahoma. Yeah, that is. Said I'll even bring food and gifts for the kids. That's, That's fucked up, crazy. bro. I'm gonna hit her up. Bro. I was about to say I'm gonna hit her up. Shit flyer out here. <laughs> Send her ass a ticket. Yeah, come on, bro. come yeah. on, grandma. Whoever saw this, I'm pretty sure somebody. I'm pretty sure somebody has reached <laughs> out to her Watch since. Kids. Uh, That's all I got. Come smoke this tree, grandma. <laughs> come smoke this tree. Get <laughs> <laughs> grandma high as fuck. She ain't gonna go back to Tulsa, nigga. She going to fly back to fucking New York. Stay here. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. All right, now some serious shit. Pull the mic a little closer. I can I can't really hear. You. Pull it a little closer. Yeah. I can hear you, but just pull it a little closer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, this is a fucked up article. Here we go. Here we go. Negative, <laughs> negative Nancy. Go I'm ahead. just saying. I want y'all to be aware of what what's happening. Here we go. go ahead, That's why. Please. Judge extends order that that a hospital must keep a 10 month year old on life support. So. Uh, Fort, Wo- uh, Fort Worth judge has extended a temporary restraining order against a against the Children's Hospital that planned to take a 10-month-year-old girl off life support. Tinsley Lewis was born with a, a rare heart defect called Ebenstein's anomaly and suffers from a chronic lung disease and severe uh, chronic pulmonary hypertension. So basically, the, ho- the hospital 
they were moving to take her off of life support mm-hmm. without the consent of her of her parents yeah. of her parents because they felt like she was she's just just not gonna make it let's just take her off because she's, she's just too months. much and she's ten months and she's just you know she's not gonna do good she's not gonna live past one uh, she's in too much pain well, when she's not on the medication and prescriptions let's take her off let her you know let her do her piece mm-hmm. and the parents motioned to the judge to dismiss this and they filed. What happened is the judge filed a restraining order so prevent that, prevent the hospital itself that they're that she's at. I mean, how's that from, from taking that? Yeah. So that way it can give the parents what they're doing is they're using this time so they can look at other alternatives to people who can care for them. Yeah. And there's people approaching them that can take care of her and whatnot. That's good. But it's fucked up that they have the right and keep in mind to 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 make that decision. Yeah. And if they didn't ca- catch it soon enough, their kid could have been gone. Right. Who's to say that they? They mm-hmm. they making a decision for somebody else's child. Yeah. Their 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 point is motioning to that to say that um, oh the child is in too much pain when they're when they're on the drugs and shit like that. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, but the, but the parents they were saying like we want want her to have everything, every, every option. possible option, yeah. in order to live. care. Yeah. yeah, as far as care. And if we haven't done anything like that, we don't want we shouldn't have to make that decision. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out who gave the hospital the right to do this. I don't think they have the right to do that. There's something that we all have, which is called patient rights. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the fucking full details. <laughs> Fuck, I'm mad that happened that we we'll be talking about this. We're not, My yeah, bad. We're not, I'm mad. Yeah, I'm, yeah, we're, we're, we're laughing at something. Oh, I'm, I'm really mad that that happened while we're talking about this. But yeah, you're right. No, but I mean, uh, that's crazy. I think the parents should go after the hospital. Like, yeah, that's who what, made that well, decision yeah. without letting me as a parent? They could sue the hospital, can't they? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah they I'm can't. pretty There's sure someone out there who can get them. They can be the owners of that hospital. Bro, I used to I used to oh, work at a hospital, oh, y'all. Yeah, yeah, what? They were going to take the life of a child, bro, without even informing the parents? You know the that's heavy. This is this is fucked up what she said. Yeah, the parents, medical industry makes way too much money to just be taken over. Just the parents like said she deserves the chance yeah. to fight for her life, and she's... She's got a troop that will help her 100% and above. Her her great aunt told reporters, uh, that's our baby. We want her to give her all the chances there are. That's fucked up, bro. And a lot of a lot of other places are saying that, you know, they they said they reached out of 20 facilities to see if they can take over, but it's it's kind of difficult given her condition. It's pretty yeah. difficult. But well, they just you don't know, just give up just like that's somebody's kid. That's you yeah. telling you. I I used to work at a hospital, and I just want people to know like having insurance and shit like that. Like when you don't have insurance and you're in the hospital for a long ass time, fucked. like they will do they will do fucked up shit. They will make decisions based on that you don't have enough money to afford the shit that's going into your body, the medicine they're giving you. There's a lot of fucked up shit that goes on in hospitals. I had to go into a room of a dead guy to get his information, and his wife is sitting there crying because nobody else wanted to do it. So I had to go in the room because I did registration. So I had to get his information. His wife is sitting there crying. And I'm asking his wife for insurance information. And her That's husband is laying up. here dead. That's fucked up. And she was actually nice about it. Like she was like, fuck me. Fuck this job. Fuck this hospital. Like she's telling, she's being nice to me. Her husband just died. Giving me his insurance information. Yeah, like she's like, I'm sorry. Like, let me get myself together. Like, fuck me. Yeah. Your husband just died. Like, this is the type of fucked up shit that goes on. So, I'm not surprised by what Brandon, the story Brandon just said, but having insurance is very important. I know that has nothing to do with this, but I'm just, I just want to put that out there. Having insurance and just, hospitals are fucked up, bro. And a lot of people in hospitals and ER, they don't give a fuck about you. They're there for their paycheck and they're going to go home. I've seen nurses with attitudes 
I worked at a hospital for four years. Like I seen this shit every day. <laughs> yeah, like so they a lot of people they don't care about you. There's there are hospitals that do care about you. I'm not gonna say every hospital is like yeah. that, but having insurance and just keeping up with your health is very important. I just wanna put that out there. So I think that's all we got for what's trending. So we are gonna move on. Does anybody have any shout outs or fuck yous they wanna give up? I would like to give a huge fuck you. To all the companies out there that go from paying their employees weekly to bi-weekly, <laughs> fuck you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, oh man. I'm going to say fuck you to the hospital, bro. Damn. Yeah. You got any fuck yous or shout-out shout segment? Um, it's like if you want to shout-out like a restaurant, up-and-coming artist, anything like that, fuck you. Is, it speaks for itself. If you want to give any, you got any shout-outs or anything like that? Up-and-coming um, artist, any place you've been to that you want to give a shout-out in the area, anything like that. If not, it's all good. Uh, I'll probably give a fuck to you. To who? <laughs> <My> damn hospital. <laughs> but just the just the medical industry yeah. itself, because I mean, not only just like on the pop the the insurance side, like yeah. where we are, right. but like drugs itself. Yeah. Just fuck that. Are shit. you saying pharmaceutical? Yeah, just like yeah. I mean, I know that's it helps a whole some people. Another podcast, right yeah, there, boy. We can leave that alone, though. Oh yeah. man. Well, fuck uh, you. I have a shout out that I want to give out. I wanna, oh yeah. Yeah, I want to. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to uh, uh, Chicago Bears linebacker Khalil Mack. He received a lot of flack on Halloween because uh, there was a video that somebody was recording. Uh, he had a bodyguard outside of his house, and he was saying he wanted everybody to tell people in the neighborhood that he wasn't celebrating Halloween. And he got a lot of backlash for that. And it's like it's, your, it's his decision. He can choose to celebrate if he doesn't want people to come to his house for Halloween candy. He's a pro athlete. But he recently paid off every holiday layaway account at his hometown Walmart. It was $80,000 to clear 300 plus accounts. So I want to say shout out to Khalil Mack for that, especially for the stupid ass backlash you uh, received. Because y'all um, sensitive ass people out there. That's why. Yeah, for the Halloween shit. sensitive. Exactly. So shout out Khalil Mack, man. What you want to say? Who what? I want to give a shout out. What's up? I want to give a shout out to my people who's right in front of me from the insensitive podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, reaching, reaching high levels, <laughs> fucking Denmark. You're trying, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one person. It's one is more than none. Far away, man. I hope, I hope whoever that is, I hope y'all hear this too. Shout, shout out to y'all, boys. Shout, shout out to y'all. Half this podcast is about you. All right, so next thing we got here, I wanted to ask Shaquan about his night out that he had couple weeks ago i think on facebook i saw that you had went out bro where the fuck were you at bro were you i think ryan commented on that video nigga you was somewhere oh, bro. Bro. <laughs> nigga's heart just dropped out his chest that shit was like dude nigga like, where, where the fuck were you at bro bro i was actually at the hilton over there um um in peachtree corners uh uh-huh. Dog. What kind? Of, what kind of party was that? It what was, was it? A, it was an office holiday party. Oh, oh shit! Was for your shit. job. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what's up. That shit was lit. As I see. Fuck. I saw that shit. I, I was, was like, lit yo. as fuck. <laughs> I. You know why I'm shocked? Because I've never seen you post some shit like that. I was like, yo. I mean, that, and, that's, and that's, see, that's the thing. I've never posted shit like that. Mm-hmm. I've never let anybody know that I get lit like that. You're right. And then y'all know I don't really party. Right. I feel you. That's so true. I know all three of those aspects. Niggas was like. That's why Ryan even says, "What's like, going what on here?" Right. Yeah, shit was, she was, she was nice. It was, it was a real big, elegant event. Like it was, they've been promoting this company holiday party for like two months, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Everybody come through." It was open bar. I mean, of mm. course, you know, people ain't just gonna show up just for the drinks. They got, right. you know, shit with them. Try to take another shot, speed it up, man. Shit, 
Let's do it. Let's do it. Take one more. But yeah, continue. But yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Another shot. I'll take a shot with y'all. But yeah, real, go ahead. real big office party, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put names out there, but y'all get to work for a for a shipping company, a, a, a liner shipping company. Do that shit. <laughs> well, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to segue into something simply speaking on that. So I wanted to ask everybody, what's the craziest thing that ever happened to you on a night out, either at a party or a night out that you can remember? Like, what's the craziest shit that ever happened to you? I wanted to, I wanted to talk about that. Uh, we'll start with Derek since he's looking a little nervous. <laughs> I can't say. <laughs> but if you had to think off top of your head, what's the craziest shit, shit that ever happened to you on a night out, bro? The craziest shit. I have shit had too many nights. Like I believe that. it. Like, I, believe I, it. I, I can't even think of one that tops the one before. I will say this. I had one night that was so crazy. All right. I'm going to tell you. All right. Let's take, shot. Shot. let's take yeah, this shot. Yeah, let's, let's take appreciate this shot. Hey, Brian. Appreciate it, bro. For real. I, I, I'll go next. All right. So, yeah. Go ahead. Cheers. 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 Shit. Oh, here down the mic now. It's all good. <clears throat> Shit went down smooth, but yeah. Go ahead, Derek. I mean, with a D. <laughs> nah, with an E. <laughs> I've had plenty of nights that I don't even know. What the fuck happened? How the fuck I got home? I'm calling niggas like, yo, what it, how did I get home? Where's my I wallet? But anyway. Ooh. I told a story. Of, one like of the that. craziest nights, though, I will say, was when, when I got home the next morning at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And wifey was like, I went to the precinct. <laughs> oh shit, that's how she jumped. That's how she started the story. Bro, she had went to the precinct, put out a missing report on me. <laughs> Damn. Yo, she had to go through the phone company to see what my last phone call or text was, what time. Mm. Like they put her through. Yeah, and it was all because my phone battery died. Mm -hmm. No excuses. That's right. the truth. And I was with her cousin, so like. She, her mind went like yeah, way left, left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Mm. But I had a tough fight when I got back because yeah, her cousin, her cousin did. from Baltimore. What time you got back? Ten o'clock the next morning. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. she find that picture of me on the ground. Her cousin is from Baltimore. <laughs> this nigga decides to come spend the weekend in Atlanta. Here I am. Okay, I got a Captain Saberhole because I got to go from fucking <laughs> from work, okay, a fucking 12-hour shift with FedEx, okay, right. running in and out that truck all day. Now I got to drive into the city to hang out with this wild motherfucker because right. this nigga could drink and he is wild. He's an all-nighter. Yeah. And I worked all day and I'm like, fuck, it's your cousin, but I got to go entertain him. Fuck it. I went and I did. My phone battery dies. Long story short, he had the hotel room at the Marriott in the city, so mm -hmm. we wound up staying there, but... It looks super sketchy, me not having a phone, but we wound up places that night that I don't even know how we got in. This was in New York? Like, no, this oh, was out here. Oh, like, it was here. Oh, Atlanta, shit. it chewed me up and spit me out that night. Like, Damn. I was in an after party that I don't even know. Yo, we was with this group of guys that I almost had fights with. Right. We wound up chilling with them. Like, yeah. first we had beef. Next thing you know, we in their car going yeah. to an after hour. It was fucking <laughs> crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. They could have killed me that night with what I did. <laughs> yeah. They should have killed me like that night. What I did to those guys, it was crazy. I yeah. just went off, but we wound up spending the whole night with, yeah. with each other. And when I got home, she was like, she was over it. Like she, she, I went to the precinct, this and that. But bus how? Now mind you, this is her cousin from Baltimore, so. When we checked out in the room that night, I said, you know what, Come st instead of spending all this money, you could chill in my house. We got yeah. a guest room or whatever. 
Yo, my wife is mad cool with this nigga, but she put me in the doghouse. He's in my house. Yeah. They conversating, chilling. She ain't got nothing to say to me. And I'm like, yo, but I was with him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you mad at me, but bitch, it's his fucking fault that I went through all this shit. But she went to the precinct, you know, missing report. They, yeah. Shit, that's a real one right there. That's, that's wild. That real was a real night. What you got? What you got, Shaquan? Man, what? what? Was it this? Was it this holiday party that just happened? Nah, it was something. It was something bigger than that. First of all, I drove home on that. But, <laughs> but man, it was like seven years ago, dog. Mm-hmm. I went to a friend party, and I'm gonna make sure I share this so she here. She know who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, she had a little get together at her house. Mm-hmm. Man, Smirnoff, man, that shit creep up on you quick. I had some Smirnoff the other night for the first time in a long time. For real, yeah. So that shit creep up on you. Yeah, I had because me, I don't, I don't do chasers. Yeah, I I don't, I don't fuck with chasers. Anybody offer me, I'm gonna say, nah, I appreciate it. Right, never. So I'm drinking two whole red cups Mm. of just Smirnoff. (laughs) That's where I fucked up. Mm. Also, I ain't even gonna put that out there. But <laughs> I was in a situation. There was there was alcohol and fried chicken. <laughs> My boy, that's racist. <laughs> it's not racist because I'm black. But <laughs> um, you know my boy Isaiah, mm-hmm. you know him. Mm-hmm. He stole half the fried chicken that, up there that night. He stole it. He he took what it. He put it in his pocket, nigga. The fuck? He, he put it in the tissue and took it home with him. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> he stole the chicken. Stole the chicken. While he was out there doing the chicken run, I'm over here knocking back two whole cups. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm on my third <coughs> cup, and somehow or another, I ended up in my homegirl's bed with a shorty who was her friend. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know. Or at least I'm told I'm hanging in the toilet. <laughs> so I'm like, hold on, where the fuck is this going? This Next thing I know, I'm getting carried up the stairs to, at my house about to where my brothers and I drove to the party. How far was your brother's house from there? Uh, my mom's house. Oh, okay. Uh, it was um about like six miles. So oh, about okay. a good fifteen bad. minutes. It ain't bad. It ain't bad. It's not bad. But so I know was- I didn't drive. <laughs> That's how it happens, though, bro. That's I, I drove there, but I didn't drive home. Nobody told happened. you if you drove home or not. You still oh, I found out what happened. Okay. What happened? My homegirl drove. She had no license. Oh, at one o'clock true. in the morning, she was drinking too. Cause you was just gone. You was just I was up. out. You was fucked up. Oh, yeah, you was yeah. Home. Yeah, autopilot. I was out. That's what I call autopilot. I've been on autopilot. <laughs> That's what I mean. When yeah, I yeah, wake yeah, up, like, like I don't remember shit, exactly. but they were like, "Yo, D, you were functioning fine. We were conversating." You just, you, and you don't oh, remember I was, I was anything. I was on autopilot. You don't remember none of, none of that shit. I just, I just don't remember ending up in the bed. Yeah. And then the toilet. And then the back seat of the car. <laughs> Hold up. You you was in the toilet? Like your Duh. head was in there? I was hanging in the toilet. Your head was like all the way in the water? Like it wasn't in the water, water on your but face. it was pretty close. <laughs> and I did have shit. I, have sh- I had shit like water. not shit water, but I, was, I threw up. You think it had shit crumbs right. in his beard? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Nah, but I, I threw up in the fucking toilet and I was just kind of hanging out there. Note like, to self, uh, don't hang out with this motherfucker. Right <laughs> hey, I don't party, <laughs> but when I do, I go hard. Go yeah. hard. You go toilet hard. Hey, man, me and, <laughs> hey, me and Brandon I had a lot of... Yeah, this is we my boy. We would have had a lot of fucked up shit. Brandon got this picture right here. I told him to pull it up. I'm going to see. So this is the, I'm going to show him. Let me so this was the first time I ever had a four loco. 
This was literally the first Those time. Those shits I, fuck you up. I have, and I drunk the whole can. Like, I'm gonna show him the picture. Yo, Where you gonna put it to the camera? That's fucked up. This thing is gonna <laughs> yeah, put yeah. it to show the, the camera. Show the <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> can you see it? That's fucked up. Yo, that's fucked up. Let me this see that shit. You can see it on there. Oh, yeah, you can see it. That boy was bro. That's outside. That's outside my mom's crib, bro. And look, what is this? Are you like? I don't know, bro. Nigga, I was gone on shit face, bro. So we was outside. It was me, him, my nigga Jonathan, and Ryan. And we, I was like, bro, don't let me go in the house yet because my mom and my stepdad's downstairs. So don't let me go in. So they was like, nigga, what the fuck you want us to do? Like, how you want us to get you in the crib? It's like, just chill. Just give me a second. Yeah, just, just give me a second. Chill. So we go in the door. My stepdad's on the couch watching TV. And then my fucking dog, she starts barking at our nigga Jonathan. So we was trying to go up the stairs, but she started barking at this nigga. So that's what gave it away. So my stepdad was like, hey, hey, what the fuck? Hey, what's going on? So he see like three niggas just in the crib besides me. What the fuck is going on? So I go upstairs. I lay in the bed. As soon as I lay in the bed, I just start throwing up on the floor. So my mom is like, what happened? What's wrong? What's wrong with him? She coming to me. This nigga Brandon lied. Oh, I think this nigga ate something bad. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan was like, nah, this nigga drunk. Like Ryan was like, yeah, Ryan, was, Ryan? yeah, 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 right. He yeah. was like, yeah, this, no, he was like, nah, this nigga Trump, bro. But yeah, that's that's, like that's not even the craziest night that happened. That's just what that picture is funny that goes with because I didn't even what know that they did that. That was the first time I ever had one. Yeah, that was literally the. Hey, fir- I, I have you drank it. Okay, I was about to say, how fast did you drink? Like in even bro, even if you don't shit, okay even if you drink it, if you don't drink it fast if you bro, take your time if you take your time with it you get a buzz you get a buzz yeah but if you drink it straight like that and the first time you, you ever have one up. exactly that's why I didn't fuck me up I did that shit like once but I didn't drink it straight I was like waiting for the shit to I was waiting to fucking cry on the walls like everybody does but yeah I drank half of one I was just like oh this shit shit I don't I don't even know what to. Yeah, Brandon. Where I, I begin. You don't know what. First of all, I know he had. No, no that night at the club, that shit was funny. We was at we was at a hole in the wall in Atlanta. And this nigga just talking to a girl. He was like, "Yo, you mind if we just run a train on you?" Apparently, that's what I said. It was good tea, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this nigga said, "Did you run that train?" Uh, that was a hole in the wall in Buckhead. That's what hole in the wall was like. Yeah, that's where that shit was. That shit done died down. Now that shit used to be lit. That shit used to be lit. There was another. You ever been there? Uh, no, nah, 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 nah. nah. there's been nice. I threw up in Brandon's car. He had a hard ass G35 Infinity. I threw up all on this nigga's side of his door. Oh, yeah. There was a night we had went out. Uh, we was coming back, and this nigga was like, He don't feel good. And then he was like, Yo, uh, I think he had his head out the window or some shit. And he's like, Yo, I threw up on I threw and up And this nigga's car. car was clean. That shit was clean. Yeah, I, and, uh, that I had to, I pulled over. The real nigga I am. I pulled over, and he had to throw up all of his hand over his. Uh, you had a nice watch. What was it? Oh, that was a G-Shock. Yeah, that was a it was G-Shock. A, yeah, it was back when G-Shock was like popping, popping yeah. like that. It was an expensive yeah. G-Shock. Yeah. And he had throw up all of his hand. I went inside, oh. I, I got fucking the paper towels, and I cleaned up his hand, took his watch off, and cleaned that shit you off. a good friend. Fucking took this nigga off, You got a good friend on your side, boy. Brandon My people would have been like, oh, yeah, back when we... see you tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I think when, we, when me and P, we had our second second apartment. Brandon dude, get, got fucked up, bro. This nigga used to get fucked. Fuck yeah, up, I, used to, I used to drink. I a cannot lot. think of like the one. That was that was that night. time when we went. Yeah, but I'm like I'm trying to think of like one time that tops like if that Miami story I told early in the podcast. That like the first time I got drunk, like I laid out inside the road on South Beach. Like I was fucked up. Like it's what? just yeah, bro. I never told you that, nigga. Nah, nigga. Bro, this was, I got this is the first time I got drunk. We was on South Beach. Make a long story short, cause this shit long. I was on South Beach with my cousin. I downed some Ciroc. It was hot as fuck outside. This was a May Memorial Day weekend where everybody's down there. 
I fucking just laid out on the side of the road. I crossed my arms. The cops came up to us. Like, yo, is this nigga okay? We fucking... They had... My cousin had to flag the nigga down to put me in the car to drive me. Because, you know, dead weight when you're trying to carry... Because I was out. Like, when you try yeah, to carry somebody, like, it's like three times, like, their yeah. real weight. So... And I'm skinny, but dead weight is like a whole nother weight. Yeah. So they took me to the room. I left my wallet in the car. The dudes <laughs> that drove us, they brought my wallet. I had... And I had saved up hella cash for this for this day. Mm-hmm. They brought my wallet back to the room. I mean, we didn't even know these niggas. Like they knocked on the door, like yo, oh, your cousin. Oh, you told me that part of it. You yeah, like I was, like I was, that was the first time. And they, my cousin got me on video. Like I literally laid out in the middle of the street. People were like recording me and shit. My aunt was finna cuss niggas out for recording me. Like yeah, that shit was crazy, bro. But, I think the most. I think one of the most. I don't think it's the most because we had me and this nigga had too many. We've had too many. Times, we had too many bro. times. Yeah. I think one was when we was at we had our first, we had our second apartment. And we had through a party. It was like a housewarming kind of thing. Yeah. We invited hella people. Over. We made a what's this shit called? It's the first time I heard Jungle it. Juice. Jungle Juice, Hunch Punch, whatever you want to fucking yeah, call hunch it. Hunch Punch. We had made that. Put way too much alcohol in that shit. That shit tasted like straight. And it, it was it was my birthday party. Yeah, it was your it was. birthday party. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were the first two niggas out. Yeah. We was, <laughs> we was first first two, first two out, bro. Yeah. Out. And I threw up. I threw up too. And to be and to be real, bro, I threw up, bro. His his girl ended up taking care of me too, bro. Yeah. Cause I threw up in my and um they threw my threw me on my bed. I was thrown up on the side and shit like that. <sighs> we used to drink like crazy, bro. Wow, like, we used to really. I, drink. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Like y'all taking me back. I know I'm a little older than y'all. <laughs> shit. But y'all got yeah, some good yeah. ones, but shit, I got like y'all bringing y'all reminded me of some shit, but y'all yeah. got some good ones. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know you had it in you, man. Yeah, I used to. I used to yeah, we, bro, we, had a, we had a crazy ass bottle. We had like 110 empty bottles. Like, yeah, it was saved. Oh, like, when we moved out, over like, like two had, years. Uh, we had like a hun- over 100 bottles, bro, that we saved. I remember that's I what's up. Over two years. Nigga, that's alcohol. It's like three. Bro, that's bad. Like three. Like, that was bad. <laughs> that shit was bad. I had stopped, I had stopped drinking, man, because my liver was messed up. It's not because of that. It's because of some other stuff, too. But yeah, that probably didn't help. Smart, smart. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, not helping that. Yeah. drink a lot. Not bragging or anything like that, but we had good times. But you're supposed to, you know. At a certain point in your life, this is what you gotta do. It's a good time. Yeah, because after a while, you can't do that shit for real, for real. You can't do that shit no more. You start slowing down and shit. You're right. That's funny. All right, let's move on. You're you a funny dude. I would like. I would love to elaborate on some of y'all some of those stories y'all have. Can I do a shout out? Yeah, go ahead. All right. And then we gonna, we gonna move on to sports. I, I do want to shout out my boy Malik. His birthday today. Okay, brother. Happy birthday. How old is uh, 21. Bet. 21. Oh, that's the party. Man, he already sent me the video of him Saturday night. So he, yeah, he, he already good. got fucked up. He pregame. He good. He doing it again this weekend. Bet. All yeah, right. We'll let y'all know how that go. All right. So, all right. So we we just hit an hour, y'all. Just to let y'all know. So uh, we gonna get into sports real quick. I'll try to run through all this real quick because we still got uh, some more shit. Uh, so let me do a uh, just some NFL news. A quick week fifteen breakdown. Uh, I don't. I don't even want to go through all this shit, man. What's the most important shit that happened? Uh, Cincinnati lost again. They're one and thirteen. I'm gonna go through the playoff picture real quick. I really, there was like, all the games this week were whack to me. Atlanta Falcons, they won at the last second. Like, literally two seconds left, they won against the 49ers. And it's, I'm just so pissed off at these niggas. Cause you it's called like, it a few weeks ago on your fucking podcast. What did I say? You said, now they're going to start fucking winning. That's exactly, I'm glad you said that because I was going to say that. I oh, they don't know how to lose. We don't know when to lose when it's time to lose. You don't know when to win when it's time to win. We won on the last second. We improved to 5-9. and nine. The 49ers, they're 11-3. All three of their games, I think they have lost all three of their games in the last final seconds. seconds. Yeah. Last the last 10 seconds, the 49ers, all three of their losses are in the last 10 seconds. That's crazy. Uh, so where's the stat I had for That's the Falcons? That's crazy. 
That's bad. I told Ryan, Ryan's been on this podcast a couple times. I told Ryan when we were 1 and 7. We started the season 1 and 7. I told him because he said, bro, I don't see us winning another game. I said, bro, we're so fucking stupid. We're going to go on a win streak and we're going to win games second half of the season. And Derek said that I said that on here too. We're 4 and 2 in our last six games after starting 1 and 7. They should have just they they should have just threw the games. I mean, I that, but he made a good he made a good point on here too. They're not gonna do that. You can't expect professional athletes to do that, which is true. You you can't niggas getting paid millions of dollars to play the sport that they love. They're not just gonna do that. Unless you're the yeah. Dolphins. I was hoping that we lost <laughs> yesterday though, because I didn't. I don't even watch the games no more. But I was watching the final seconds, and we well, won on the last second. The Dolphins, man. The Dolphins oh, losing. Time out. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to go through the playoffs real quick. Teams that are eliminated are the Chicago Bears, Carolina Panthers, Denver Broncos, Falcons, Bucks, Dolphins, Lions. Yeah, Bucks fan over there. Uh, Giants, Jets, Cardinals, Redskins, Bengals, Chargers. Teams are still fighting for a spot. Uh, Raiders, Browns, Colts, who are playing the Saints right now. Uh, Eagles, Rams, Steelers, Texans, Vikings, Cowboys, and Titans. Teams that have clinched the playoff spot are the Baltimore Ravens, Seattle Seahawks, Kansas City Chiefs. New England Patriots, New Orleans Saints, Green Bay Packers, Buffalo Bills, and the San Francisco 49ers. If the playoffs started today in the AFC, Baltimore Ravens would be the one seed, Patriots two seed, Chiefs three seed, Texans four seed, Bills the five seed, and the Steelers the six seed. NFC would be uh, the Seattle Seahawks jump to the number one seed, Packers two seed, Saints three seed, Cowboys four seed. 49ers 5 seed and they're 11 and 3. That's fucking crazy. And the uh, Vikings would be the 6 seed. Uh, what else happened? Uh, the Patriots, a video came out the other day. Uh, they played the Bengals yesterday. A video came out the other day of uh, some, I don't even know what the fuck it was. They had somebody out there filming oh, the sideline of the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. And if you don't remember the 2007 Spygate scandal with the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick was fined $500,000. The team was fined $250,000. They had to give up a first-round draft pick. And then the deflate gate with Tom Brady in 2015. Tom Brady was suspended four games. The team had to pay a million-dollar fine, and they surrendered a first-round and fourth-round pick. I had a video I recorded earlier today of Teddy Bruschi. He was, he's a longtime uh, Patriots linebacker. He said this on NFL Live uh, about the Patriots, and he played for the Patriots. He was alongside Randy Moss, too, who played for the Patriots as well. This is what he had to say. Hold on. Thought this was a good idea. They've denied it, and Bill said that he has no, nothing to do with craft productions. And I know craft productions, and they're a separate part of the building, but however... Craft production is under the umbrella, which is the New England Patriots, so it looks bad. With everything good that's going on with the organization this year in terms of the celebration of the NFL 100, talking about Bill Belichick as one of the one of the best coaches of all time, him and Saban this week talking about their philosophies yes. and why they're such great coaches, and then you get this. And all it does is open up that wound and open up that scab so everybody can just say they're cheaters once again. What were we thinking? I'm a member of the New England Patriots for my entire career, and I'm thinking, what were you thinking that this was a good idea to bring in a camera crew? Still, you want to do your do-your-job series? I've seen it with the video personnel, with Jim Whalen and the training staff. They're good little pieces, yes, but this one, this was the wrong idea to do it. They weren't thinking, they weren't thinking what it would perceive, how the optics were, and I don't blame the league. And I don't blame anyone out there that reopens all of this stuff and give you an easy opportunity to call the New England Patriots cheaters because of all their success. Because the way it looks is terrible. And I don't like the way it looks. And I'm disappointed that someone didn't have the awareness 
in that organization not to go through and say, wait a second, maybe we shouldn't even do this because it doesn't look good. Yeah, so that's, and this is, he's been, he was a Patriot his whole career. And he's literally, he said this about the team, and you know he—you know the amount of respect he has for Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and the Patriots. He was next to Randy Moss, who Randy Moss played with Tom Brady and Patriots as well at the same time as Teddy Bruschi, and Randy Moss didn't say anything. I'm pretty sure he said something. Bro, I think the shit been going on for so long, they just getting caught. Yeah. Like, it's like, just that too was, much shit going on. If you see the video, bro, yeah, that person was planted there. Yeah, they're, I'm not they're, The footage there. is actually, like, showing, like, them following the players it's it's it, it was planted and man. and it's, and the video i'm not going to play that video but there was bangles assistance i want to say that got to the dude that recorded the video and they were like dude what are you doing and he was like i can delete it right now and they were like well the damage has already been done he was like well i can just delete it right now and it's it'll be okay i, I can't access this video if i delete it right now I, like it's going to be okay and they were like no nigga like what are you doing like it's just it's just it's wrong tom brady's the deflate gate shit, the spy gate shit in 2007. Randy Moss was on the team in 2007 when this whole spy that was his first year when in New England. So don't, don't this sound? Don't these things sound like old school tactics that probably been going on for eons? And yeah, yeah, it's probably shit that niggas don't even know about. That's, that's, sure. that's yeah. what I'm saying. This yeah. is like this is high school type shit, but that's the old school <laughs> mentality. You know what I'm? Simple stuff. Yeah. Do and anything to win, kind of thing. Correct. The simple way to just which find is out. what the Patriots really do. And you so, could say the Bengals have the worst record in the league. You could say, well, they were gonna beat these niggas. Anyway, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't You're matter, still. It bro. doesn't matter. Like, it's the principle then, behind. The principle, it. But then, if that's the case, then why would you need to follow and right. see what they need to do anyway? I don't know. If they're, I mean, that, they if they're probably, that hot garbage, because they probably have every team's game plan. They just got caught at Cincinnati, yeah. Yeah. bro. You know what I say? I'm going Velveeta from this point on, bro. Uh, Velveeta no cheese. Yeah, fuck. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is a comedian. This thing is this. I'm lost. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the Patriots are a bunch of cheaters. I feel like, nah, yeah. we, we blew the Super Bowl. I'm not going to say nothing about that. But I think there was a report that came out after the Super Bowl. Like they had like something in the locker room, like recording the Falcons mm, yeah, during the Super something Bowl. Like something came out like that. Like they had something in the arena recording. I, mean, I don't I wouldn't know. be surprised if they, 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 they again, got, they yeah, have they everybody's game old, plan. Like, yeah, they got some old school tactics that they've been using for years. For a while. And they just... Because, I mean, I always look at it. Like anytime any, any important piece has been supplemented in the Patriots, like Tom Brady, mm-hmm. anytime. They throw one of those quarterbacks in. They look good, right? But as soon as that quarterback goes to another team, it's not the same. Garoppolo, though. Garoppolo, he's still making it. Yeah, he's not that good to me. I don't think he's that good because... I think the team's success is more about the team than him. Because if George Kittle ain't doing nothing, what what is the rest of them doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And their defense, too, yeah. The defense is good. Mm -hmm. But my thing is more of like... With Bill Belichick, it's all in his game plan. Of course, it's how, however, he's like watching everybody else. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, <laughs> God, man. Right. But, um, like, you know, just watching other people's game plan and finding out what they're doing yeah. and then supplementing pieces to combat that, yeah. it's easier said than done. Yeah. Easier to be like, okay, I'm going to come up with a little chess plan. To, all right. So they like to play back in the 3 4 zone. I know exactly the spots to hit. All right. You could do that with anybody. Hey, throw it there. All right. Easy. Jacoby Brissett is probably the only one I could say probably like naturally talented. Because, I mean, you look at um, Matt Castle. Um, oh, you're saying was, like the Patriots quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. like the Patriots okay. quarterbacks that they gave off and yeah. even other wide receivers. They're like, oh, yeah, bring them in. Yeah. Like, 
All of them, once yeah, they people, leave the Patriots. People say, yeah, people say Brady's a system quarterback. And we'll, yeah. we'll never know. We'll never know the truth. But. Uh, none of, you, you know what's crazy is that the, the Patriots have, and I'm a Giants fan, and, and I'm from the Brandon's North, a Giants fan, too. And the, 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 <laughs> the rivalry from New England and New York. New mm. England is just is, is New Hampshire, it's Connecticut, yeah, Boston. Boston yeah. It's all up there, Maine. So well, that's Massachusetts, all, yeah. all the, the, the rivalry is crazy, but... As like far as Boston or Southern Massachusetts, right? Yes, that's why I said Massachusetts. Massachusetts don't count. It's really Boston. But anyway, what I was gonna say was, and I ended here, is that all the shit that the Patriots and and mind you, you got the 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 Bruins, you got the Celtics, you got all those New England, you know, those Northern teams. But none of those, none of that cheating shit will ever tarnish the legacy of the Patriots, bro. And that's what's sad because that's some legit fucked up shit that they're getting caught doing. For the past few years, yeah. but it's not yeah. gonna tarnish their legacy, man. It's not. It's you know? not. You, you right go anywhere. There's a Patriots fan anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Man, I hate so, the Patriots. So yeah, that's all we got on I that. Got one. <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk about uh, Antonio Brown's IG live, but I'll just speak about it real quick. I said it on here weeks ago. Somebody needs to check on Antonio Brown's mental health. Hmm. Like somebody really needs. Did you see this shit, Brandon? No. What do you do? There is a video of a woman that he was dealing with. I think she's a white woman, but uh, she is at his house and the cops are outside and he is recording the whole situation on Picking Instagram Live. Yeah, of her kick of kicking him, kicking the girl out the house, throwing her stuff out the house, telling the cops, "Why are you letting this woman off my property?" And there is a man. I was gonna play the video, but I'm not gonna play. It, but there is a dude that's with Antonio Brown that you can hear saying, "Bro, get off Instagram. Get get off get off social media, bro. Like get off get off that shit. What are you doing?" And Antonio Brown just continues to record the whole situation. He's cussing out the cops. He's saying a whole bunch of wild shit. He sounds like he's drunk. He don't even sound. He sounds very disoriented. He sounds like he's fucked up. But what that tells me is, because I said this a while ago, like somebody needs to check on him. What that video told me is that there is people in his camp that do give a fuck about him because there's somebody in the background saying, bro, get off of social media. What are you doing? But somebody needs to make sure Antonio Brown's okay. I don't know the extent of the entire situation. Like I said, I was going to play the video, but I don't really know everything that went on. But you can look it up. But he is recording himself on IG Live through the entire situation. He's kicking a girl out the house, telling his boy to throw her clothes outside. Somebody needs to check on this dude. Like, because mental health is a serious issue. And I saw, I want to talk to you about that too, Shaquan, because I saw on Facebook that you um, shared uh, a post and it said, we need to make it okay for black men to talk about their mental health. That's a huge thing. And I've yeah. been a heavy advocate for that, especially in the past two years. Because it's real. It is real. That shit is real. And somebody needs, and this nigga's from Florida. So anybody that's from Florida, because I'm Florida, I'm a, somebody needs to check on this nigga, bro. Like somebody needs, and I know he's been doing all this apology shit. I'm sorry for the Patriots. I'm sorry, everybody. I just want to play in the league because he realized he fucked up. Somebody needs to check on this dude, bro, because mental health is a serious issue. He's got too much shit going on, and that's really all I wanted to say about that well, shit. Well, here's here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know if we're going to open that up for discussion, because, I mean, that's pretty important. I ain't going to lie to yeah. you. Well, no, nah, we're not, not on this podcast. We're we going to talk about, like, mental okay. health. But, no, nah, you can say, well, say, say, say nah, something real quick, though. Let me put my little two cents. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up turning around and saying, like, oh, but y'all can let Ben. He wasn't saying Ben, ben Robert, yeah. specifically, yeah. but he was like, Yo, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was like, you know, y'all can let somebody who is, you know, who's gone through the process of rape, of rape yeah. play, but y'all can't let me play. But it's just like, it's a different mentality. Yeah. And that's why I think, like, on that note, black men really shouldn't be, like, 
You know what I'm saying? Don't don't downplay your mental health. Man. Right. I've been through. I've been down that road. I'm a different me now, but like you gotta acknowledge that stuff, man. You yeah. gotta understand it, respect what it could do to you. And you gotta do better going forward, man. Ain't no ain't. It's it's. I get the man up concept, but at the same time, there's nothing wrong with not. saying I got something wrong with me, and I need to figure out. What and it I is. need and I need to figure exactly. out what it is. I feel that. So yeah, like I said, man, niggas, somebody needs to check on Antonio Brown. Uh, going forward, that's all I really wanted to say about that because um, we running low on time. But the next thing, I just got some quick NFL news. Uh, Terrell Suggs, he was released by the Cardinals last week. He was claimed by the Kansas City Chiefs today. And the Seattle Seahawks have suspended wide receiver Josh Gordon indefinitely for substance abuse. And this is nothing new for him because he dealt with that whole weed shit his entire career with the Cleveland Browns. So he is suspended again. And NBA news, I don't really have any much uh, much stuff for NBA, but uh, Luka Doncic, he uh, uh, forward for the Mavericks. He was injured against the Miami Heat the other day. They said it's going to be a couple weeks. He had a moderate ankle sprain. They said it's going to be a couple weeks before he comes back. And my Miami Heat, we have suspended Deion Waiters, Deion Waiters for uh, six games uh, after he put up a post on Instagram hanging out on a boat when he called out sick. And Deion, he hasn't played the entire season because there's been a whole bunch of back and forth shit with him. The edible shit earlier this year. Now he called out sick. And, 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 I, and I clowned him for this edible shit, but I can't anymore because I had a situation a couple weeks ago. I was about to say, let me bro. tell you, I just had a situation this earlier this week. On Thanksgiving, nigga, bro. What? Jordan, if you listening, my nigga, come on, bro. This nigga here. But yeah, so Deion Waiters has suspended six games. We're probably going to let him go. I wouldn't be surprised. if We're probably looking to trade him or something like that. But Deion Wedge is not going to be with the Heat much longer. And the last thing here, Heisman Trophy went out to LSU quarterback Joe Burrow. He received 841 of the first place votes. He got 2600 over 2,600 total votes. Uh, he had the highest percentage of first place votes in Heisman history. Largest margin of vis- victory in Heisman history. Highest percentage of possible points and the percentage of ballots received. So... That's a bad... I just want to say Joe Burrow is a bad motherfucker. I wanted us to lose all of our games so we could draft this fucking quarterback, bro, because this motherfucker is the truth. He is the best college quarterback I have seen in a very long time. And somebody posted on, on Twitter a, uh, a message that he sent them. I guess this is a scout from years ago, 2013. This is when he was at Ohio State because he, of course, was at Ohio State and transferred to LSU. He messaged this dude and he said, I was wondering if there were any specific camps I should go to help my name get out there because I'm not getting any attention. And the guy said, kids dreaming of playing football at the college level. Remember, everyone has to start somewhere. On December 18, 2013, a young man with those same dreams sent me the following DM. Tonight, Joe Burrow won the Heisman Trophy. Dream big, work hard, stay humble. And that's some real shit because... This nigga was asking the scout for help, and he just won the Heisman Trophy, and he's probably going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft come, uh, when is the draft? April? April. Yeah, come April. So, yeah, shout out Joe Burrow, man. I, I fuck with Joe Burrow for real, man. And that's all we got for sports. We're on an hour 18. So we had two things that we were going to talk about this relationship shit, but we're going to cut it down to one. Well, so we'll let's, do let's, let's do that, and we can do the... Um, the Q&A? We can do the Q&A. And then end it? No, no, yeah, let's do the Q&A, and we'll do the other stuff next week. Let's talk. Okay, cool. All right, so we'll talk some relationship. So you want to do both of these relationship shits? Yeah. Or just one? Okay. All right, so we're going to have a little relationship talk amongst men. Then we'll do the Q&A segment. We're on hour 19. We're trying to keep it. We can go to hour 40. Yeah. Yeah, we can go to hour 40. Yeah. yeah, so sorry. All right, so first thing here, y'all, Brandon came up with this, and then I came up with the second one. Uh, Brandon came up with this question. 
Was your expectation of a previous relationship changed in a major way? Being that no one is perfect and everyone has their flaws. So pretty much, were you in a relationship with expectations and then that relationship took a turn and just totally changed from what you expected going into the relationship? And I know it may be touchy for you because you're married, of course. So. No, I got, you, you, I, I got cool. history, bro. Was, okay, cool, I'm, cool, cool. I'm, yeah, yeah. But the first thing I want to say is, I say this all the time, and my girl disagrees with me, like, heavy. Like, she totally disagrees with this. You should never have expectations going into a relationship. That's just me. Never put expectations, just in my opinion, this is Purnell speaking. Don't put expectations on anything because the minute those expectations don't happen, you know what's going to happen? Pain, hurt, suffering. Go into the relationship, take everything a day at a time, enjoy the person. Don't think, oh, this is going to happen. Uh, we're going to go on a date, and then we're going to fuck, and then we're going to have a kid, and then we're going to get married. You put all these expectations, the minute all that shit, whatever, I'm just making examples, but any time that shit does not happen, you're going to get hurt. Save yourself the hurt. Do not put expectations on anything. And I and what's the question? Was your expectation of a previous relationship change? Yes, that shit happened to me in my last relationship, like bad. I'll talk after y'all talk, but I just wanted to say that. I don't put expectations on anything going into a relationship. That's just me. But my girl strongly disagrees. But Shaquan, go ahead. Um, I agree with you to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have, I wouldn't say expectations. I'll say goals you're working towards. Right. You know In a saying? relationship? Yeah. Okay. Because if y'all just both like, all right, we're just going to see where this goes. And nobody kind of establishes most that. Most of the time, both people are not doing that. Huh? <laughs> both, both, most of the time, both people are not like, we'll just see what it goes. That, that rarely happens. You're wrong. I, not in today's I society. Not in today's society. Okay. And I can say that for my, with my past relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, people will continue to just go with the flow. Like, if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. Because of the same thing. Expectations. People right. don't want to get riled up like... I, I really like this dude or I really like this girl. She cool and this and that and the other. And like, I really want to bring her on to my mom. Like, I really like her. And I want to marry her. Mm-hmm. But I wanna I don't want to tell her. I was like, okay. So it, my thing is, you always want to establish goals to work towards. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say expectations because like you said, you get, you get set up with yourself. What's the difference between a goal and an expectation? Expectation is something that somebody has to do. A goal is something that you both can work towards. You don't y'all agree? have to do it. Y'all agree? I agree. But do y'all agree? With a goal and expectation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me... Just like the definition. It kind of sounds... It sounds like it's, the same thing when sounds, you first said it. It it sounds like the same thing. But you got to define that for yourself. You got to define what the goal is. Like I could say, like me and my shorty right now... Mm-hmm. We're working towards bigger things. Mm-hmm. Like she got kids. Um, ain't oh, kids. you got a girl with kids. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't I know. know those, I know. Those yeah, kids. yeah. Because so, we haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll talk. Right. <laughs> but like, you know, what I'm saying the this she doesn't have the expectation that I'm gonna be around to take care of these kids because you know there's a dude that that already doing that. Right. But the thing is, my goal is to create a happy family. Mm-hmm. And if her kids are part of that family, then I'm gonna do it. It's not the expectation that I'm going to take care it's of the kids. It's just the goal that you want. It's to the goal. I see what you're saying. Okay, right. that makes sense. That makes sense. So, Derek, 
I think everybody has some sort of expectation. Nah, fuck that. Brand. I'm fucking with you. I mean, I do. I, I feel like there's some type of expectation in every in every relationship, especially in the beginning. But I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, man, my last relationship changed me, bro. I'm that's what I'm you, saying. Bro. Like, it's every everything has its own dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Like, every person is different. Mm-hmm. I. I my household is funny because, you know, yeah, I know I'm, I'm, I'm married and all of that, but, you know, I'm not like a, a square married dude, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, I'm on lockdown. We're not like that. My wife go out, like, she go out whenever she wants. I go, I, we do whatever the fuck we want right. on mm-hmm. our own and together, but we always have had this thing, and it's funny because I was like this before I met her, and then when I met her, she was spitting the same shit, and I was like, damn, that's my line. No expect, um... <laughs> If you don't have no expectations, you don't have no disappointments. And that's exactly yeah, what, that's what you, I was saying. Yeah. You said, and in, 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 in other words, is what you said was you, you got disappointed by all these things that you just put in your mind that you this has to happen. Yeah, you were expecting all this other shit. But at the same time, both men and women portray a certain image in the beginning of a relationship. And then right. that leads to you expecting more out of that and if you don't get it then you start freaking out like you did you know and, and everybody yeah. does but I think that you know when you don't when you go into something not having expectations not having expectations you won't you won't leave with disappointment right I think that my last relationship fucking I think that was my first time like being able to actually go out and do shit like, cause of course we had relationships in high school and shit. That shit, that shit don't count to me. Oh, but you know, I had like my, I finally got my car. I was able to go wherever the fuck I wanted to go, and I never experienced all that shit. So, and when I got into a relationship, I that attachment to all that that went through the roof. So when everything fucking fell through, fucking everything went fucking bad and all that shit. That shit hurt. Like that shit hurt terribly, mm-hmm. bro. And I had so many expectations put on that because that was my first real relationship. Because I feel like your first real relationship is when you're with somebody and you can actually go out and do shit. The high school shit. Yeah. If you had a car in high school, maybe. but Because there's people that's been with people since high school. But mm-hmm. I just don't count that shit. But like when I actually got my car, and I got the same car too. It's funny. Um, I, I still have the same car. It's you're still kicking. Yeah, yeah, I'm still going. Longevity, bro. Yeah, but... I think that everything that came along with that, that shit, that's what made it hurt really bad and that shit really fucked me up. But I had so many expectations going into it and I learned that this is something, this is not something that I thought. What I just said earlier before Shaquan spoke about the expectation shit, this was after that. Like I had to realize that. That's just my opinion. Of course, there's people who disagree with that, but that's what I said to myself going forward. Like, no, like you can't put expectations on none of this shit. Like, you got to enjoy the, every single moment with a person. I don't want to mm-hmm. talk too long because Brian. I want Brian to go too because I definitely want to hear what Brian has to say. Go ahead. What's the question? Uh, was your expectation of a previous relationship changed in a major way? I don't yeah, even think any of us has it. answered this question. Yep. <laughs> but we we shared it up. But go ahead. That's I, it. I just said yes. He just answered. This nigga said yeah. How was it changed in a major way? Just changed. How? Because. What happened? Stuff. Pussy wasn't <laughs> as good as it was. You expect. Uh, your oh, my, my expectations expectation. changed as you when you get older, man. Just stuff more becomes more um, standing out to you, more prevalent. And as far as how you you, you hanging out with this person, what you kind of want. Uh, going back to piggybacking what they said, expectation. Initially, when you're getting to a like I guess a beginning relationship or a previous relationship, you expect 
this new thing to compensate what the old one lacked yeah. necessarily. That's true. And you put a lot of expectation on that new person to do that. Or if you never had something established, say you don't have and nothing. And that's wrong too. To say so. Say you never had something established and whatnot. You you feel obliged that this person should give you everything. You should they should be that person. You should put all your hopes into that because you're gonna be with this person. But at the end of the day, people, this shit ain't fairy tale. It's hmm. not. Right. This shit ain't right. sweet out here. Yeah, we done all. Everybody has flaws. Everybody has stuff that they gotta go through. Everybody, everybody's not perfect. You know, you, you, there's no such thing as you gonna meet somebody and fall in love. That's not. That's not true. That's not how it works. It's true for some people. I was gonna say. I feel. It, it, I, it really I guess. Okay, fine. I guess. But I feel like for the general consensus, that's not how it works. I agree. For the few agreed percent, for the few certain percentages of people that maybe that work. But love is something that's that's built over time. You hanging out with that person and stuff like that. So expectations, I feel like, as you get older, they change, and it it it's just different when you you're you're putting a lot of emphasis on stuff. Just like they they said, you have to take it a day at a time. You don't know how this person is, and a lot of people they have flaws. Yeah. You you don't know how a person is gonna react. You don't know how they're gonna be. You don't. They're not gonna be perfect. So when you take that into consideration from say your first relationship. Okay, not everything was good. Not everything was good in that relationship. They weren't perfect. Okay, let me go into this new relationship thinking the same way. If you think, you if you think and you you set yourself like say impartial to to how it is. Okay, they may not be perfect, but I can work with this. Then that's 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 kind of how you should yeah. go into it. There's gonna be that's stuff about everybody that you don't like. It's not gonna be Every everything that you person, like. Yeah. So my expectations generally, yeah, because. Just like everybody naive and young. I go into some shit thinking, yo, this shit finna be the bomb, first relationship. It's finna be perfect. We can get married, do all this other <laughs> shit. That's not how it ends up. Because yeah. it's not a fairy tale. This ain't Cinderella. This ain't none of all that other shit. And, it's, and, it's not like, I'm not done. So, <laughs> so when you go into the second one. My bad. It, it's, it, you, you wake up to the realization that this person has flaws. It, it comes down to, can you deal with this enough to be with them? Or work your way around this and see yourself being with them. So it might. I think that the answer to this question, expectation does change, but it's not. That, I'm not gonna use the word change. It matures. That's what I feel like. It hmm. matures. MVP right here, yo. Yo, but you know what's crazy, bro? And and like I think, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is like, which I think should be cross the board. Yo, going to a relationship, you. Yeah. Yeah. The person yeah. that you are, you know, like. I think that that eliminates all that extra shit. Just be you. Like if you'll know if that person's not for you if you're just being you. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you some funny shit. When I first started, I know my wife since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But she ain't never wanna get with me when we was kids. All right. You know what I'm saying? She was the hot chick on the block. You know, I used to deliver the news. I was the paper boy. Yeah. I used to, you know, back then you used to do door to door. You used to be paper. She'd be like, Fuck Nah, I used to deliver the paper to her mom, not even her. Oh, yeah. she be my daughter. Yeah, and I didn't even know that was her mom. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. But um Damn, I just lost track. <laughs> um, what was he saying about um uh, I'm drunk. No, you good. You're, you're, I'm joking, I'm joking. No, 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 no. I, I, I gotta get to my point. My point, my point with that was you gotta get to know somebody. Or what was the saying? If you, if you not yourself, oh yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. problem, right? Yeah. One of the first, not the first, but one of in the beginning of my relationship with my wife, I did some funny shit. <laughs> this was like it was just me being me, cause I'm a clown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we out on a date, and we downtown in the village somewhere, and we walking, and I remember I was crossing the street. 
And I fucked with her. And I was like, you know, normally I would tell my kids, like, yo, pull my finger, you know, you fucking fart and shit. But I fucked with her, and I was like, yo, I got the only cramp in my hand, yo. If you squeeze my hand, that shit usually works. You know, she squeezed my hand, and at perfect timing, yo, I fucking farted right on cue that's with the girl, squeeze. Man. And that's when I knew, like, she laughed and she was bugging out. I was like, yo, this is the one. Like, yo, I can be myself. <laughs> yeah. Like, look at what the fuck I just did. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's funny. I mean, fuck. it's funny, but it's true. I was yeah. literally just being me. It was like, it could, I, that shit could have went south. She could have been like, oh, Stank hell booty no. motherfucker. Yeah, she could have been like, this motherfucker is nasty. I ain't never going on a date with him. Fucking yeah. stank draws, motherfucker. I feel that. I want to check this shit. But I did that shit, yo. Yeah. And that shit worked, you know? But that's just you being you. Just you being you. And and I got my thoughts back and I remembered what the fuck I was trying to say. Yeah. And everybody here, we all we all in a relationship now. Because I didn't know Shaquan was in one. I'm not in no relationship. (laughs) We all have something. We all have something about our girls that we don't like, correct? There's something about them that we wish that we could change, correct? Yeah. This shit. There it goes. So that's what it is, man. There's going to be... Because some people think like, oh... I have to make this person perfect. No, Hell there's going to be no. something about everybody that you don't like. There's yeah. going to be something about everybody that you don't like. But so the yeah. important part about that is is that whatever you don't like, can you put up with it for the rest of your life? Right. Yeah. If you get to that point where you could yeah. deal with it, you good. Yeah. You in a good place. Yeah. That's true. And uh, we'll save this next one, this relationship talk for another podcast because we'll do the Q&A real quick and then we will close out. We on hour and 32. So let's try to make this uh, eight minutes. Cool. Uh, so Q&A segment here. Uh, I'll read the question and we will all discuss it and then we'll close out. Uh, says, what up, fellas? I would like to remain anonymous for this question if you guys don't mind. If you do choose to read this on the podcast. Everyone has their own way of handling their uh, handling things and their own opinions. But I want to know, how do you guys feel about being in a relationship and you feel like you and your girl aren't having sex enough? If you were with someone and they constantly make excuses about not wanting to have sex or they don't feel good too often, like how would y'all handle that? This, I'm reading this exactly how you put this. Because these women will be mad as fuck if a nigga went to another female for sex, but it's like, damn girl, what you want me to do? You feel me? Especially when you've been with your girl for a long time. I'm sure most niggas can agree with this. You hit the same pussy for so long, a party you wants to go explore. I shit you not, this nigga said this. Especially when yours ain't giving up like that. Am I lying? What y'all think about that? Shit. You want to go first? Nah, you go first. All right. Let me me, me chime in, man. It really depends on the chemistry y'all got. Because from personal personal experience, where my previous short, like the previous shorty I dated, like the first year, we probably had sex like probably like a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I had, you know, I had my three jobs, and I asked her sometimes. I'm like, "Yo, what's up?" Fucking Julius over here. This nigga got three jobs. <laughs> That's ten cents worth of spilled milk. <laughs> I be doing that shit, but now, like, you know, I'm had three jobs. She had her two. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We working, and then like when it's time, you know, I got some time. I'm like, I got a little energy. She like, I'm tired. It's yeah. just like eh, it sucks, yeah. But it I really feel depends. like when you with somebody for so long. Sex but that's what I said. The first happening. year, sex just stops happening as much. The, well, it the happens. first year it didn't happen as much, and the second year it did. You know what I'm saying? It just really depends on the chemistry of y'all relationship. Yeah. If now, <laughs> if y'all had it, and then after a certain part, she stopped doing it, you might not be hit. I was just gonna say, <laughs> nigga, is your shit small? Like, what you, what you doing, my nigga? Like, you I'm not finna insult him like you that. You ain't doing your thing, but, my nigga. What's your name? I can't say. You might not be hitting it right, dog. 
You really might not be that's in the wrong. Right. No, no, dead that's ass. Fucked up. No, no, no. But your shorty will never tell you that shit. You're right. She will never tell you you're not hitting it right. The moment, the moment you were supposed to realize that you're not doing it right is when she stopped asking for that shit. If she don't just come in the room and just like just do that shit, like <laughs> what? I don't what? know what you should nah, do. What? Let me see. <laughs> don't do that shit. Fuck? But like, nah, if she if she really just stop just stop trying to do shit. And she not trying to keep it to the point where it's like always on like 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 a fucking fire starter. Yeah. Then you is that something wrong with you or she's going through some shit because mental health is a my, thing too. My nigga, if if you feel like she's lying, like then that's different. If you feel like she fucking somebody else, that's definitely different because sometimes a female would do that, or it's just not even female. Anybody in general, they'll be fucking somebody else and they won't want to fuck you because they fucking somebody else and they just. And of course, they're not gonna tell you that. So yeah, and you paying the bills and all that shit, and they yeah. get the dick somewhere else. So it could be all kinds of reasons. Yeah, for that but. Shit. I don't know. Uh, what you said, uh, are you wrong for trying to find another female? Yeah, of course yeah. you would be. Morally, of course you would be wrong trying to do that. Especially if you said, I don't know if you, know, you didn't say how long y'all been together. Yeah, You'll be wrong for doing that, bro. But like we said many times out here, it comes down to communication. That's the big word here, people. Communication. That's what it all comes down to. You got to talk to your partner. Tell her tell her what you fucking sent us on this fucking nigga. This shit is long. Like, bro. Yeah, like, that sounds like he really ain't Talk feelings. to her, bro. Like, that's a long ass. Yeah, like, we ain't trying to clown you. Have you spoken to her about it? Yeah, we ain't trying to clown you. Like, have you spoken to her? Like, you need to talk to your partner. That's Communication goes a long way, y'all. Like, y'all really have to talk to y'all partners and figure out, like, what you can do to come sign a, some kind of, you know, you know, agreement on something like, yeah. especially sex. So that, yeah. not only that, you gotta. It's also how long you've been with the person. You know, if it's something new, you gotta let that shit go. Like yeah. that's that's off the rip. That's a problem. You know? yeah. If it's something old that you wanna hold on to, then it's that's worth digging into. Then you gotta go ahead and you gotta figure out what you doing wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? As a man, you might it might this be you. Ain't back there. You know what I'm saying? You gotta like, make her want that shit. I hate this thing. <laughs> he no emotion, emotionless. I would go ahead, Brandon. What you gotta say? I think a, a point that a lot of people miss. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, I'm... a a point that people kind of like. Well, you brought up real briefly is, yeah, it could be she could be getting it somewhere else. Yeah, let's 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 think of that as a separate point right now. We'll get to that, but you don't know. Maybe it's you. Mm-hmm. Maybe that. That's maybe maybe yeah. maybe she she having some sort of problems with like, your dick, nigga. That's, that's not what I'm saying, bro. I'm trying to be. Serious. I'm, just, I'm joking. I'm so right. maybe she's thinking that maybe certain things that you're doing is a turnoff. Maybe she's not she's not there with you as far as doing that, and she keep putting it off. As in, maybe y'all arguing more. There's other factors that can probably go into that. That should just like, cause females, man, they sensitive. Sensitive people, man. They yeah. just sensitive. They just, <laughs> they just sensitive, you know. Sometimes I'm not saying males can't be, but like females, anything could just turn them off, and they'd be like, "Yo, whatever, man. I don't even want this shit, whatever." But you got to figure out if it's on your part. Yeah. If you're doing everything you can to make her feel comfortable about that, or it's like she getting it from somewhere else. Hey, y'all ever been fucking and been like, "Yo, this ain't it." Give us some Mr. Nasty. Oh, yeah. for real. <laughs> Switch it up, man. Switch yeah. up what you're doing, man. Maybe stop nah, doing like, the same boring shit. Stop doing the same boring shit. I mean, yeah, yeah, you got like yeah, maybe she's just tired of doing the same old shit. <laughs> you got to get back there, put your finger in the ass, yeah, thumb yeah. in the ass, start beating the ass. You know, punch your hair, punch your bro. What? Activate that. Get the fucking mouth guard and start getting the boxing gloves. Get her a couple rib shots. Yeah, kick that bitch down some stairs. I mean, she should be turning on in. Hey, man. 
man. Get the Brandon iron out. face in the pillow. Hey, Shut man. Up, bitch. You hey. got it. My nigga, bro. Just Choking <laughs> works, too, you know. Talk to your girl. Talk to your girl. Talk to your girl. I'd be like... We make it light of the situation. Talk to your girl, man. Talk to your girl. I think a very big point is... Man, I think a very big point is, man, you got to see what love is she at right now because she might not be in the mood because of this, maybe because of what y'all going through, or maybe it's just stuff made the dynamic of your relationship might have changed. Think about that if it has. If, if, if like, cheating and stuff like that is out of the equation. Because that should be, like, maybe number one. If she, because yeah. that's the first thing you should probably look at if, you know. Don't drive yourself crazy, though. Try yeah. To figure out Don't. You might be wrong. You yeah. Know? You might drive yourself crazy thinking that, but. Yeah, man, we gonna wrap up because we spoke for about an hour and forty now. Yes. So yeah, we gonna. This is a good talk, y'all, though, for real. Yeah, yeah good yeah, shit, y'all. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate that question, my nigga. Talk to your girl, bro, for real, man. If anybody yeah. has any similar questions they want talked about for the Q and A segment, you're gonna send those to askinsensitivepod at gmail.com. No I and insensitive. Askinsensitivepod at gmail.com. And if you want to be anonymous like this gentleman did, just let us know, and we will make sure to do that. Uh, good podcast, y'all, for real, man. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Hey, appreciate you. You already know. Audio comes out tomorrow. Damn, I'm going to drop Audio comes out tomorrow on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Video will be out on YouTube on Wednesday. Like and subscribe. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on SoundCloud. We appreciate shout everybody. Shout out shout to Denmark. Out, I was just going to say that. Shout out to Denmark. And since the podcast, we appreciate you. If you listen this far, this is episode 25. Episode 26 will be next week. Uh, we'll see if we have a guest next week. We'll see what's going on. But we appreciate y'all. Appreciate you listening. We out. All right.